Steve Harris is the General Secretary for the United National Transport Union. He joins us now. Steve, good morning. Good morning and good morning to your listeners and thank you for the opportunity. No, thank you for coming uh, for coming on to the show. Uh, Steve, when it comes to the issue of rail, I mean, they, there's no secret that things have been in a state of disrepair for a long time and there have been ongoing complaints and even opinions on, on how long it's going to take to fully restore um, our rail infrastructure to its former capacity or former glory, if one were to put it that way. As the United National Transport Union, what are you most concerned about with the current state of affairs? Well, obviously, we, we're very concerned at the future of, 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 of passenger rail South Africa in this country. Uh, it is affecting uh, the poorest of the poor. Um, and uh, the train services, you can never compare with uh, a, a normal bus transport or taxi transport because you're in a position to move far more passengers uh, on, on, on trains than you are. And uh, specifically in the areas um, where they have concentrated on, which is um, on the northern line and the central line, and uh, um, in Cape Town and also in Pretoria, which is the Mobapani line. I see the Mobapani line was running this morning, uh, and that's a good sign. But uh, we're very perturbed that uh, um, it's going to take a lot of time, a lot of energy, and the biggest problem that we sit with and that we faced with is the continual vandalism and uh, theft of, of cables that is uh, uh, really hampering not only uh, um, passenger rail South Africa, Transnet as well, and also uh, uh, Eskom uh, is also affected and Telcom is affected in these mm. processes. But uh, it is bad. And uh, it doesn't seem like government, which is responsible for these state-owned enterprises, that they really have got the solution. Although we have we have made many suggestions uh, as a short-term solution, and that is to bring in the SANDF just to bring stability, not to 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 uh, apprehend people, but to patrol the areas, and then gradually you remove them. Uh, once you've got stability in the process. When it comes to the, the issue of security, there was a big fight around contracts and contracts, uh, security contracts, that is, that, w- that had been irregularly entered into. Some of those were stopped. Has there been a clear resolution of that, um, of that you know, uh, how can I describe it? it? It was really some conflict that emanated out of Prasa. Has there been a, a conflict to that issue that has restored uh, the presence of, of security guards at, at railway stations? Well, you see, this is one of the major problems that we have, is that in the COVID, uh, uh, just before COVID started, uh, um, there was a court interdict uh, where they um, said that the security companies were incorrectly appointed and uh, um, they removed them. The minister took a decision to remove them and it was open gates for uh, uh, um, the carnage that took place. Uh, and it was a rampage of cable theft, uh, demolishing of buildings, 
uh, and it was a disaster because uh, all the security uh, that was available at that point in time was no longer available. And SAPS did not have the ability to take uh, responsibility Mm -hmm. for the assets that we had. And uh, we've continuously said that SAPS haven't got the division of SAPS that's responsible for for, for rail, haven't got the ability uh, um, to deal with that particular uh, environment. And uh, it's for that reason we've said bring in the SAD, NDF, and then uh, long-term you appoint or or bring back the old uh, uh, railway police that can take the responsibility and create the capacity to be able to take cognizance and and responsibility for um, securing the uh, assets of of, of passenger rail, South Africa, Transnet, etc. Of course, at the time, we were also told that there was some agreement between Prasa and the South African Police Service, where it would be the police that are directly charged with monitoring and ensuring that um, the vandalism and the theft does not continue. Why do you think that plan has failed? Well, unfortunately, uh, that is a political question that needs to be responded by the Minister of Police and uh, the then Minister Minister of, of Transport because it was their agreement that they had reached. But uh, I can assure you, in that period, we raised our concern. There was nothing uh, and no one to be seen on the stations or anywhere in the uh, areas where the um, carnage was taking place. And this is why our rail system is in the dilapidated situation it finds itself currently. I must give credit where credit is due that um, in a very short term, they have made uh, uh, strides as far as uh, the Mabapani line is concerned. They did take us along and go and show us what they've done there. Mm. Very impressive. My biggest concern is, once again, uh, is it going to be uh, sustainable? Are we going to be able to keep the the, 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 um, thieves away? And uh, are we going to be able to sustain um, uh, the, the, the security on those uh, that have uh, been built up? Are we not going to find ourselves in a situation where we are now? Mm. Do you believe that the syndicates that would largely be behind um, this theft and this vandalism, that those culprits have not um, have not been found? And ultimately it means that the infrastructure remains at risk? Obviously, they haven't been uh, found. I mean, the individuals that are that are uh, um, apprehended is individuals that are actually working for these syndicates, and they, the, the unfortunate people that are paying the price um, and, 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 and find themselves in jail, and, and the um, syndicates that are really responsible for this are sitting back and coining uh, uh, the reaping the benefits uh, from a financial uh, uh, situation. At NEDLAC, where I've been involved particularly, we have uh, uh, made um, some clear uh, uh, proposals as to uh, strengthen the the, the act uh, as far as um, the export 
of uh, copper is concerned, and uh, that is in a process. But it's, it's going to take some time before it really uh, uh, um, comes to the uh, actual impl- impl- implementation. And that's the concern in the short term. Uh, um, the carnage is just continuing. When we look at the targets that have been set uh, by the transport department, they're looking that within this financial year, there would have been 39 station upgrades that would be completed. Previously, the timelines that have been set by the department have been criticized for being overly optimistic. But uh, do you think that this is something that is attainable? It is sustainable uh, or, or uh, on condition. Um, they, they, they have the same uh, um, motivation as they've had and uh, cooperation as they've done on the Mobapani line and on the central line to date. Uh, but our concern is can they keep up that uh, specific uh, um, uh, and sustain that uh, um, productivity and ensure that the contractors that are appointed are the correct contractors and there's no corruption taking place, uh, then it's doable. But uh, I'm still concerned that once the upgrades are done, uh, um, do we have the capacity, mm-hmm. which I doubt very much, to secure that assets? And that is the big concern. Uh, Steve, it sounds to me that overall, however, um, you do believe that the department is taking steps in the right direction and that perhaps the overhaul of our rail system that has long been called for is finally taking place in a way that will be meaningful and make a difference in the lives of South Africans. Look, the, 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 uh, the politicians are speaking the right language. It's the implementation that is the biggest concern at this point in time. And, and, and uh, the ability to, to ensure that we uh, um, reach those targets in the said uh, uh, predicted uh, timeline, that is the concern uh, that we have as, as Labour. And um, the quicker we can do that, let's be frank with each other, that... Um, Rail is the cheapest mode of, tra- of, 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 of uh, travel and it, it, it is uh, the easiest way to try to move large groups of people. And the poorest of the poor are dependent on, on the rail system. And the quicker we can get that up and running, the, the better for the economy of this country. And what we've also lost sight of is you know, people that sell... Uh, uh, um, food, uh, fruit on the stations itself have also negatively been in, impacted. I saw a discussion this, this morning on ENCA where they had discussion with some of the vendors on the Mabapani line and, and they were happy to be able to be back and, and to earn some income. And uh, we've forgotten about that as well. Mm-hmm. It's really about the economy around this uh, service that then ultimately is affected. I've got a couple of WhatsApp voice notes from our listeners on this issue. Uh, I'm going to play some of them and then I'll also take a call before we wrap up with Steve. Sure. Hi, Cassie. Regarding the copper theft and cable theft and whatever, what 
what's what I find really disturbing is the fact that these culprits who steal and vandalize, they gotta sell it to the dealers. Why can't the dealers not apprehend it? And they all get locked up because they are in this whole thing as well. So these buyers of these cables, they should be nailed as well because they buy stolen property and that's a criminal offense. So they should be held to account as well and they should give the names of the people that sell this stuff. Thank you, Gareth Cape Town. Okay, It's very easy to deal with the cable theft and uh, all that uh, rail vandalism. Yeah, because all this stuff are going to the scrapyards. So I can confirm to you, here in Cape Town, we've got uh, scrapyards all over. That is why even in your house, you lose even a spoon a pot because all that stuff uh, hot plate will go straight to the scrapyard unregistered scrapyards they are around the cape town thank you all right so so it really is about you know trying to find out where some of these stolen goods end up in the market uh, steve i'll give you a chance in a moment to respond to our callers uh, colin good morning you're calling us from cape town hi colin Good morning, Kathy. Yes. And good morning to Steve Harris. I wonder if that is the same Steve Harris when I joined the railways in '64 when I was in with the union. <laughs> Steve Harris, <laughs> the union man. Is that That's him? Correct. Ah, Steve, he's still there. I'm still here, yeah, but it's my last month. I retire on 31 January. Oh, oh, I retired after 45 years. In 2009, I retired. Anyway, Steve. Why don't we go back to the old railway police, fully trained railway police? Not security, not security. Because I remember years back, we used to have competitions on all railway stations, the best station, the cleanest station, the nice pot plants, the best garden. All that stuff has been vandalized, it's gone, it's gone. Bring back the old police, proper trained police force, screened, for criminals and all those things. That's the only solution. And patrol at night. I used to come home two, three o'clock in the morning with a train. The police were patrolling. Where are they now today? The trains don't even run in a week. Please, man. Okay. Fight the government. Fight the government to bring back the, 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 the train, a train police, uh, railway uh, police back. All right, Colin, let's Thank leave you. it there. I'll give Steve a chance to respond to Colin's suggestion. It's just gone, it's just after rather 10.30. And Musa has your latest news headlines. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Well, we're still taking a look at the rail network infrastructure of the country and uh, some of the progress that is being made in trying to upgrade and rehabilitate some of uh, the lines that have become dysfunctional. We're in conversation with Steve Harris. He's the General Secretary for the United National Transport Union. Steve, let me give you a chance to respond to what our callers have said uh, before we continue. Thank you, Kathy. Um, you know, just to respond on, on, on the two callers that referred to um, the uh, scrapyards. 
that are not policed. Those are one of the issues in the NEDLAC environment, which we concentrated on to make changes to the legislation. And hopingly that will uh, bring about some changes. But um, as, as stated, uh, we haven't got the manpower to be able to, to, to police all those uh, uh, scrapyards. And uh, the problem that you sit with, once those, those, those uh, uh, copper or uh, steel has been melted, it's very difficult to be able to identify. So you need to have proper uh, um, legislation in place that really governs um, the purchasing of scrap. Uh, and, and, and that's where some of the, shall I say, challenges are is the scrapyards that are registered are not, are not really complying. And, and, and uh, nevertheless, those that are not registered uh, are even far less complying with legislation at this point in time. As far as Collins' uh, uh, appeal with regards to the highway police, that's been our demand from day one. And I say again, long, uh, 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 short term, Bring in the, the SANDF, long-term re-establish the South African uh, 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 the railway police, and let's build the uh, uh, expertise to look after and service our rail industry as far as that's concerned. Mm, all right. Steve Harris, let me thank you so much for your time today. He's uh, the General Secretary for the United National Transport Union. I'm